You're listening to episode number 350 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry, that's what happens when I was thinking through 300, episode 350 and we're the 360 Vegas podcast. We're, we're like 10 <laughs> away from being the same number. But right. <laughs> you can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas by giving us money. Uh, $7 per month is a subscription for... for, Ah, damn it. See, this is what happens. I tried to vamp. tried to do something (laughs) new. Tony, just read the words on the screen, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It's the fact that it's on the screen and not on a piece of paper in front of you. It's throwing off. That's true. I did. uh, For the listeners at home, I did tell Mark and Karen, I said, I'm going to try this newfangled thing where I work right off my computer screen. I don't print the entire script off this time. Nope crashed and burned (laughs) that's patreon.com slash 360 vegas day after tomorrow gentlemen we'll be in las vegas welcome to vegas las vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule the pools the casino big volcano out in front that's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So Tony, are you walking in a winter wonderland? No, we're we're lucky. We are not getting anything. We got a dusting. It's it's cold enough that it's not melting off from the grass, but you can still see the grass here in Mid Michigan. Yeah, I think this is the first time that we've been that that we've lived in 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 a warm climate that then that that the snow is the news right now. And and it's it's well, not like here. it's like what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I, I, this is the first time that it's really kind of sunk into me that the rest of the world's getting dumped on, and you're the, like, yeah, I don't. The biggest news here, weatherwise, has been the fact that we finally broke our uh, no rain streak of 240 days because they got 0.03 inches at McCarran. So oh, be- wow. because it was measurable, 0.03 inches then it's ended our, our dry streak of 240 days. So eight months with no rain. Huh. Yeah. That's that's interesting to me how they, where exactly the, the cutoff line for what is or isn't measurable I know, right? becomes. Yeah. Well, and that, zero three. Yeah. Well, and where too? Like, McCarran. Like it had, it, no, no, no. It, it, oh, it's it, rained here. It also had to rain at a specific place for them to measure it, yeah. for it to count. Right. It had to be at McCarran. Because we've we had had we've some had rain out rain here, but out here, since yeah. it, it it wasn't at McCarran, it didn't count. It did count. Oh, that's interesting. That in yeah. in <clears throat> what is it about where where you guys live that you guys were getting more rain than McCarran? Any any ideas? Oh, no, part of it is is just the way it rains here. Well, and the the weather is always slightly different in the valley. Like wherever we're at, it's usually a few degrees warmer. It's a few. It, it, it can be different down in the valley. The valley will be warmer. Yeah, where where we live, it's usually. It depends on the time of the year, but you're at least probably four or five difference. Uh, degree difference in temperature, if not 10. So that's, you know, that's one weird weather thing. But no, the rain, honestly, just the way it rains here, it comes down in like pockets. We're literally, like I've been driving, you know, across the valley before and, and, you know, at an elevation where you can see the whole valley and literally you'll see these columns of rain just coming down in very specific spots. It's like the clouds just all of a sudden go, Okay, we're done, and it's just it's like a they drop a little deluge. It's all that's left of like one giant cloud. It just kept <laughs> right. filtering itself down, and that's all we got it's left. Like, all right, let go. Yeah, so it's it's just it's weird, and I mean sometimes it will rain across the entire valley, um, but it's usually not. I mean it's, it it usually sweeps across, or it's like I said, those little 
pockets, columns of rain or whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's oh, different. It's fascinating. Yeah, very, it's oh, just different out here. All right, well, listen, let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The fire spewing manis at Container Park took 500 hours to design and 3,000 to construct. When fully extended, it is 40 feet tall and 30 feet wide and spews flames as high as six stories. We got that from the Container Park signage. As much as I don't like the drum circle, that thing is so cool. Oh, yeah. The Mantis is cool. Yeah. I mean, when you don't realize, because it just, it sort of just sits there, you know, most of the time. And it's not until they turn it on and fire it up and it, you know, moves and stands up and does all the other crazy things that you're like, okay, that's, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen it. I mean, uh, let me rephrase. I don't know that I've in person ever seen it spew the fire. I've certainly really? seen the videos of it. Oh, wow. Uh, but, it's, it's well, pretty cool. Well, because it does it at night, right? Yeah. And if right. I'm usually at Container Park during the day. That's true. Right. But, Got it. you know, right now it gets night a lot earlier. So you might have an opportunity to see it soon. Sure. Sure. All right. Let's next move on to Twit Pick of the Week. A familiar view with a very different landscape than we have today. What was once the dunes is now Bellagio. MGM is Bally's. Barbary Coast is Cromwell. Flamingo Hilton is just Flamingo. And Caesar's footprint is vastly expanded. What we are reminded of is how far we've come. How much she's grown, evolving into the mecca she is today. Thank you at Suma Corp for another trip down memory lane. Or for showing a time I miss but fondly imagine. It's it's crazy to look at this picture and not just see towering hotel, well tower, <laughs> towering hotel tower, after <laughs> you know one right after another. Right. <laughs> Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it uh, seems weird to see the MGM sign. Yeah. There. Right there. It, it just yeah, it's out of place. But mm-hmm. so is the Hilton sign. So. You know, there's all of that. It just looks weird. It's strange. It's like, no, this isn't. Oh, and and the crosswalk going across the street, like the middle <laughs> oh, of the street. Right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that <laughs> that's, that's just kind of like, wait, what? I mean, now they're basically keeping pedestrians off the street as much as uh-huh. possible. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but yet, yeah, actually, just have them crossing, <laughs> and not even at a light. It's just a crosswalk in the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of weird. Hilarious. So. God, it's awesome. What a what a time that would have been. All right, well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. First up, talk to me about win rewards. Win is replacing its red card players club with win rewards. 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 It's hard to say. Win rewards. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I may have practiced it prior to <laughs> podcasting. The new program offers three tiers, red, platinum, and black, as well as the ability to earn comp dollars for playing slot and table games that can be redeemed for amenities, including hotel rooms, spa, dining, and golf. Those who are already signed up for the red card will be auto-enrolled in win rewards. Let's... Thank you. You still got to go get a new card, though. Right, of course. <laughs> I like that they stuck with red as the uh, the starter color, too. Then it's a real easy transition over. <laughs> right. Right, since most of you are going to have red anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just take right. <laughs> Don't let this this color throw you off. That's right. You're not important. <laughs> you yeah, right. Not. <laughs> red does not. Woo, you're in fuego with your gambling, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know what color ours is going to be. Yeah. I, listen, I, I'm a big fan of tears. If for no other reason than it, it, it psychologically gives me an incentive to at least try to get to the next level up. But in Lots of podcasts have talked about this ad nauseum, so I will not uh, regurgitate it. But your, um, actually, here's a perfect example. What I was going to say was, you, you know, your your the color of your card doesn't matter as much as what your average daily theoretical play is. And and I know I've lamented this on the podcast before, but let me be very clear: I am diamond with Caesars 
my wife is gold with uh, Caesars and she gets considerably better offers as a gold member than I do as a as a diamond member. I mean, she it, really? it, it actually enrages me some of the <laughs> offers wow. that she'll get in the mail, uh, and I don't get jack squat. I mean, I'm lucky now nowadays if I can even get comped at. I mean, I'm being somewhat facetious, but comped at places like uh, Harris and Link and uh, um, Bally's in Paris. I mean, when I when they tell me they want me to pay fourteen dollars a night for Paris, I'm like, oh. Oh, how far I've fallen. That's <laughs> all right. You just book it through your wife. There's benefits to being oh, married. Absolutely right. Next up, this is pretty ingenious. The, okay, well, I'll let you talk about it, but this was cool. I, I, I actually thought, how is this not a thing in, in 2020? There is an MGM Fuelster partnership. MGM Resorts announced a partnership with Fuelster, a service that delivers gasoline directly to your vehicle. All you need to do is park at an MGM garage, use the Fuelster app to schedule the fill-up, and leave your gas tank open. There's no delivery or membership fee. Prices per gallon are said to be competitive with what you would get at a gas station. Didn't they, um, didn't they test this at Four Queens and that ended badly? No. <laughs> you sure that wasn't the fire? That wasn't what caused no, the fire I, in the I parking garage? I don't think that was okay. it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> this seems ingenious. Do you know how many times, I mean, maybe not quite so much these days since, since I work from home, but the number of times I would come home from work on absolute fumes in my gas tank. And I would think to myself, okay, Tony, you got to remember to leave work, you know, leave for work about 10 minutes early. Cause you got to go get gas before you go to work tomorrow. <laughs> and of course, Tony's always running late for work. <laughs> no and so I get the car. And I would look down at the gas tank. This is ingenious. How is Fuelster? I mean, maybe it isn't in, in, in bigger cities, but I had no idea that this was even a thing. This is genius. I I I might quit my job. I, I might quit know. my job and just start up Tony Stir. <laughs> I see. I I don't. I would be very hesitant to to use this just from the fact that you're leaving your gas tank open. Yeah, but back and, in the day, you used to be able to to like your gas tank was right available for everyone to see. All you had to do was pull down your license plate and there it was. Yeah, I never had a car that you pulled down the license plate. Well, yeah, just saying. Oh, back in the day. Um, but possible. <laughs> I believe I, I had other, like I had tractor gas tanks that I had to fill up. So I, you know, I traded one for the other, but I just, I don't know. It's going to be like advertised that, hey, MGM, you're going to have all these cars with their gas tanks open. But you're I, not, just, you're not going to have all these cars. You're going to have like, like a handful of them tops. And then you've got to guess uh, be, between all the cars that are there, which one of those cars actually left their gas well, tank And it's got to be built into the app somehow for you, that you to tell them where you're at in the garage. Because if all you're doing is giving them your license plate, yeah, that's a good, point. good luck trying to find one car in amidst all of that. Yeah, so, that's a good point. The, I mean, I'm sure they figured that out, but that's the other challenge. It's like, how do you describe? It's like, oh, I'm on, you know, purple level. Maybe you get like um, preferential parking. Like how they have the electric cars have preferential parking. Uh, I don't know. That yeah, would be... Maybe they got something like that. Well, see, then then you can. If you are a thief, you know exactly which car to go for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although... Man, Karen, you are really trying to poke holes in my business. <laughs> <laughs> Although, here's the funny thing. If the gas tank is open, there isn't any gas in it for you to steal. So... I'd be more I, concerned about dicks putting sugar... Well, yeah, there's that sugar. too, but... I was just thinking somebody would siphon out the gas, but then again, I thought, oh, well, the tank is empty, which is why it's getting fueled. And you know that, you know, fuel serve, I would hope, isn't going to just leave it open when they're done. So right. Right. as long as as long as somebody doesn't do anything to your gas tank before. Right. Uh, but I'll let you in on a dirty little secret. Uh, and I'm willing to concede also, though, that, uh, you know, when I was a kid, well, I guess one thought at a time, my, I, I own a 2008 car, uh, Chevy Malibu. It's totally paid off um, and it hasn't had a, a, a car payment in gosh, about seven years. And I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid, I was, I was sitting in the passenger seat and my dad kind of chuckled at a car that was like in front of us at a, at a stoplight. And it was kind of, you know, kind of an older, an older model vehicle. And it had a bumper sticker on it that said, 
don't laugh, my car's paid off, or something along those lines. And my dad <laughs> chuckled at that. Yeah. And I said, well, why is that funny? And he said, well, because, you know, the, this fellow clearly has owned this car for so long that he doesn't have a car payment on it anymore. And I said, well, what's the big deal about that? And he said, wait until you have a car payment. <laughs> like, I just remember that, that, that conversation. And I couldn't have been more than eight years old at the time. And for me to remember it now, let's just say conservatively 15 years later. <laughs> conservatively. Uh, that, that, uh, uh, I love not having a car payment. But anyway, that being said, my car doesn't have a lock on it. My, uh, my actual tank itself. Tank. You walk mm-hmm. right up to it. You press the little uh, side door, and that side door pops right open, and you can uh, pull the cap off. Yeah, I think Mark's got you beat though, because his car's a 2007. Yeah, nice. And nice. only has what? Have you even hit 65,000 miles yet? I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> He's got oh, less than 70. Wow. Yeah, because oh, he never wow. goes That's anywhere. Awesome. He's been working from home for right. I don't know. A couple years. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, close to a decade, I think. Oh, geez, that's more than a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. So, anyway, that, whew, side tangent, that was fun. <laughs> they usually that's are. Do it for news. What? I said they usually are fun. They are, yeah. All right, let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Vital Vegas is reporting that Virgin Hotels will delay their grand opening until March of 2021. Good for them. I mean, whatever, whatever they need to do. Just. I mean, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I think. And what was what was their uh, initial? January fifteenth. Uh, yeah, I think it was mid. I know ah, it was mid January. But which right now the current restrictions that we're under have been extended to January fifteenth. So, you know, the likelihood of them getting extended again. Yeah, maybe they just wait. Let's just. I, right. Yeah. Eater Vegas reports that plans are back on track for an Olive Garden to be located on the third floor of the Target department store located across the street from Park MGM in the Showcase Mall. The 12,564 square foot space features floor-to-ceiling windows and costs an estimated $3.7 million. No word on what it is expected to open except to say sometime in 2021. <laughs> Sounds funny that there's an Olive Garden on the second floor of the Target on the, the strip. third floor of the Target. It's not even the second floor; it's the third floor. Right. I mean, and I guess if it's got floor to ceiling windows, there could be some people watching involved in that. But three stories up, I mean, how much are you really going to see? In response to the continued rise in COVID cases, Governor Sisolak extended the pause until January fifteenth. In res- Karen already spoiled this. Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't read that far in the, in the notes. Yeah, in response, MGM announced that all their shows will remain dark through January 15th. But MGM's the only one that's gone completely dark, right? There are yeah. other shows that are still up and running. That are trying, yeah. I don't, I don't know how they're... Although I thought, did I see the other day that um, Absinthe decided to close? I think so. That's disappointing. I think so too. Maybe, maybe you need to, to read the notes before you start jumping ahead and reading everybody's stuff and that one's not in there but I'm just saying it could have been <laughs> I'm sorry I thought this so was a conversation still have been valid but <laughs> a man was arrested at McCarran Airport this week after he climbed over airport fences across the runway until he climbed onto an Alaskan airplane wing the climax of this adventure was the man appropriately and eventually falling off from the wing and landing on his head. I I don't I you know I saw the video I didn't watch all of it. Uh, I I don't I don't I just don't I can't. <laughs> he landed on his face. It, he, was, he it was very rewarding. Well, he was trying to climb up the, 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 the side. So you know the wings go out and then some of them have the little tips that go up, right? He was trying to climb you know, wing up curves at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was trying to climb up that. And and it he and I'm thinking sitting there thinking okay so he he started trying to climb up that when the officer got on the wing and started to move towards him and then he's like oh okay I gotta escape I'm gonna climb up this it's like where the hell do you think you're going <laughs> I like when he started kicking his shoes off to do it <laughs> like going no I'm gonna do this I'm I know <laughs> right his shoes and socks those came off and you know the other thing that was scary is this plane wasn't parked at a jetway. It no. was on the tarmac getting ready to take off. Nice. Not not take off, take off, but getting ready to taxi. So, I mean, right. it, it had pulled back from the gate, and this guy just decides to climb up on the wing. It's like, what? 
Can you imagine being the passenger on the plane going, what the hell? It reminds me of, um, uh, what was it, like a Twilight Zone episode where a woman's on the, uh, or a guy's on a plane and he looks out the window in a dark stormy night and he sees this gremlin creature oh, right. on yeah. the plane like this pulling parts off. Like yeah. I, I would, could imagine if you were sitting in the plane and all of a sudden you looked out the window and went, hey, there's a guy out there. Does <laughs> yeah. anybody know there's a guy out there? <laughs> Wait, it, that's what I, I kind of envision this be, and I would be pissed if I was them because they were delayed by like 90 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the real fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shockingly, they, they did come out as a follow-up and said, apparently, that this individual has some mental problems. Oh, duh. I know. <laughs> you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that Circa Sportsbook and Stadium Swim utilize an app called Tunity that allows you to tune into audio of a specific game on their screens. I love this. Yeah, that's I didn't cool. know this was a thing, and it's awesome. Yeah, bring your earbuds with you because uh, you can tune into whatever channel you want. So, so Tony, think I know you're not big into sports ball, but but let me just imagine watching ten episodes of Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. One one ep- one screen you got Golden Girls. One you have um, Las Frasier. Vegas. One you have yeah, you know start yeah. start running through your favorite shows. Right, right. You get to pick which yeah. one you want to listen to. So normally, you know, if you're someplace and you've got 10 things on a screen, you can actually only hear one, right? They, right. they decide which one you have to listen to. This way, hey, no, bring your earbuds and you can hear the sound and everything that goes with it. That's cool. I um, had a, for a, for a little while, I had a gym membership at um, Planet, Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And and you could do that if you wanted to. Is you, you It would tell you which, uh, you know, which of the, like a frequency State, or something yeah, that you could tune yeah, into. Yeah. Beep bop booped over to, to, to listen to it. I I never really cared because honestly, they usually had sports ball, you know, on all the TVs. But <laughs> right. I, I think that's absolutely ingenious. I I wonder if what's gonna happen is people are going to bring their Bluetooth speakers and so then they'll pull it up on their app on their phone sync to their Bluetooth, and then you're just going to have all of these competing Competing. uh, (laughs) speakers. I would think that they could control that. I'd hope. I mean, well, especially since you have to reserve seats at, you know, the sports book and stadium swim. I'm sure they'll, if it does happen, they'll come up with some kind of rule, you know, that you can't, it's got to be inner ear. It can't be a speaker or something like that. But yeah, otherwise that could get really loud and obnoxious. Well, and I think the, the real fun thing is going to be uh, alternatively. So you've got like a group of people that are there for this particular game that's not getting the sound played through the through the actual system. So they've all got their earbuds in and you're at a commercial for like, I don't know, Chick-fil-A. And all of a sudden you just hear this group go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it. That kind of happens in a casino anyway. You think about yeah, table games. True. All of a sudden you, you hear the craps yeah. table go nuts and people are like, what's right. happening over there? So it'll fit right but, in. That's that's super cool. That's that's ingenious. They 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 thought of everything. It sounds like. <laughs> Frontier Airlines added six nonstop routes from Vegas to the U.S. and Mexico starting in March of 2021. The new routes are El Paso, Little Rock, Wichita, Oklahoma City, Los Cabos, and Puerto Vallarta. No, it's not Vallarta. It's Vallarta. Mm-hmm. No, it's Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. You sure? Pretty sure. When it's two double L's, it's pronounced like a Y of yellow. I still remember that from my high school Spanish just, days. Just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were like, yeah, yeah, you were right. Puerto Vallarta. Because yeah. the two L's on it never. Okay, that's I, I didn't, I didn't one quite say it right. I, yeah. I got nervous. And the poor folks that are living in Memphis still don't have any nonstop routes to Vegas. They, there is. Um, Spirit will go nonstop. Um, like one day a week. Yeah. So there's one. Yeah. And, it, you know, they'll yeah. nickel and dime you. Bring buy you have to buy your own beverages and stuff at the in the airport because it'll be cheaper than buying it on the plane. Uh, Joel Rubichon's restaurants responded to rumors that his two restaurants had closed permanently since they never reopened post the March COVID shutdown. But a spokesperson has clarified that they both will reopen, quote unquote, when business levels allow for it. This made my month. It, it, it well because I number one love Joel Robichon. He's 
he was a genius. But one of my bucket lists was to go eat at his Joel Robichon restaurant there in the mansion. And I, I didn't get a chance to do that. Oh, God. So that's going to be another expensive dinner, honey. Mm. <laughs> it's another one that's like, you know, 14 courses or something like that. Something crazy. So I'm super excited. I, I just, I was kind of heartbroken because I'd never had a chance to eat there. And so now I'm like. I think I'll find a couple of friends to say, okay, as soon as it's open, who's going with me? Who does Bouchon? I don't know that it's a particular chef. I thought it was a person. Sorry. No, the name, I mean, Robichon and Bouchon sound very it's close. probably what it is. I mean, it's, it's French, both of them, but no, it's not. I don't think it's a, it's not a famous chef that I've heard of. I know a lot of people that have worked there, but I don't know hey. that it, it's a famous chef. I am confident uh, that Alistair is screaming right now. <laughs> Thomas Keller, Thomas Keller by Bouchon. Thomas Keller. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And I only know that because I did a quick Google search. Thank you. I was thinking that as I was saying this, I'm like, I guess I should maybe search and look this up. But no, I didn't realize it was Thomas Keller. Wow. That's interesting. You should apologize to him. He's I'm sorry, like, Alistair. He's like, I th- not Alistair Thomas Keller. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I worked really hard. <laughs> no, it's more Alistair who's going to be disappointed in the fact that I didn't know that. <laughs> I think Joel Rubichon should sue for having Bouchon. Right. <laughs> You're clearly trying to rip off my name and make a restaurant out of it. Well, clearly. Keller. Clearly. At Vegas Travel News reports that Las Vegas Boulevard will still be closed to traffic for New Year's Eve, even though there will be... Wow, I messed that up. Even though there will not be any fireworks. That was written correctly. It did not come out of my mouth correctly. (laughs) This seems crazy to me. Why are they shutting it down if there's no fireworks? Uh, I imagine people will still be there. There just won't be fireworks. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't think that not having fireworks is going to minimize. Let me rephrase. I don't think anyone's going to go, oh, wait, what? No firework? Well, no. I'm not going to Good Vegas. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think their their bucket list item was to be there for the fireworks for New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. So there's still going to be like security, the typical security protocols of the hotels where you can't get in after, what is it, nine o'clock without a room key? I don't see why not. Hmm. Now more than ever, that seems like a very logical and responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's true. And lastly, Good Pie Pizza is opening a new location in the Arts District. This location will also serve alcohol, as well, does everything in the Arts District. Well, that's true. I was going to say, now there's a reason to go try it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. The more stuff that's going into the Arts District just makes me happy because it's... I always get a kick out of like what they say that it used to be like, oh, that's a department store, you know, or this was a a garage. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it's just it's fascinating to watch. Even in the short amount of time that we've been here to see what's happened and changed down there is just really exciting. I I can imagine I uh, Mark uh, about a month and a half or so ago, you put in a, a real nice testimonial for the on the corner of Main Street podcast. Yes. The the plazas podcast. Uh-huh. Um and I've been I've been binge listening to all of the <laughs> all of the back uh, episodes and they've Good. had quite a few folks come on either that have been working like at the plaza or at some downtown casino for 40 plus years uh, and or they're having folks on and in particular I'm thinking of the owner from uh, Esther's Kitchen which I, I guess is in the arts district James Trees yeah and they were talking about just exactly that, that at one point in time there was, and I'm somewhat making this up, but there was like a, a, a JC Penney's right next to a Sears, right next to a, a, a Woolworth store. And, mm. and they said, you know, over time, these places have all just gone out of business. And then to talk about what's been going in replacing them is really, really interesting to hear what's going on in the arts district. Even I'm starting to take a little bit more notice to it when I see, you know, you or, uh, um, Vital Vegas or whatever, just talking about things in the arts history. I'm like, oh, well, let me look into that because I'm, I'm much more interested in it now that I've gotten some of the history on what used to be there. Right. Yeah. It's getting to be a, a, a heck of a pub crawl. 
It is. Yeah. It really. I mean, I, I do think that that's going to be in a future Vegas vacation. Yeah. We'll figure out how to do a, a pub crawl or something through the Arts District because they've got at least. I think it's slowed down a little bit. They've got at least four breweries open now, don't they? I, I hope think. so. <laughs> and then I think there's a, a wine bar in there too, and a couple of really good restaurants. So yeah, I mean, there's, we we could make an event out of that. I think. Yeah. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it then for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. All right. This week in the river, we're going to try something new. We're going to play a game called Would You Rather. It's a pretty simple game if you've never played before. I'm basically going to give you two options. I need you to pick one and then explain why you picked that one. So part of the fun of this is that Karen and Tony don't know what what the <laughs> questions are that I'm about to ask, except for the first one Karen's heard before, and that one's, would you rather lose the ability to read or the ability to speak? Tony? And I've, I've already answered this, Tony, so I would love to hear your gut response <laughs> first. Uh, I would I would much rather lose the ability to read than to speak. Really? And yes. please explain why. Uh, because I really don't read very much to begin with. Fool's <laughs> 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 errand to learn how to read. Uh, no, I you know all joking aside. As as anybody who's listened to this show for even you know two episodes knows, <laughs> I've got a lot to say. <laughs> and I think it would just be very hard. You know, I, I think about our, our dear, dear friend that we just recently lost who was literally suffering from that, that, that inability to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has to be the hardest and most cruel thing to have something in your head that you want to say um, and not be able to communicate that. So uh, my response to this was the opposite. I said I would okay. rather lose the ability to speak. And the reason for that was I think about all the things that I would not be able to do if I could not read. I couldn't work. I couldn't, um, you know, read street signs or maps. I couldn't read, you know, ingredients. I couldn't, like, there's so much, if you can't read, there's so much that you can't do, like, to function normally. There's other ways to communicate. If you think about it, most people these days, they don't talk on the phone, they text. I mean, granted... You know, FaceTiming and stuff has become more common in the pandemic, but there's other ways that you can communicate with people other than speaking. But I just think if you couldn't read, there would be so much of day to day life that you wouldn't be able to do that I would rather. And I honestly, I didn't even think about John um, or like our friend that we that we've recently lost um, and because he did lose and my dad lost the ability to speak. Um, but I, I just I, I would think. I'm thinking of me as a normal, healthy person now. Yeah. All of the things that I, I couldn't do and couldn't function if I couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So. Good answer. All right. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? We'll start with Karen on this one since oh. Tony went first last time. I would rather have every traffic light be green. <laughs> Why is that? Well, if anybody who's ridden with me knows that I'm a very impatient driver. <laughs> um, I, you know, if I'm standing in line, I've got my phone. I can be entertained. I, I can, you know, I can deal with that. But yeah, to the 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 idea that I'd never have to stop at another light again—that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. What about you? I, I'm not trying to be a contrarian, Karen, I promise, but I would rather uh, the never having to wait in line again. I can't tell you the number of times I've texted my poor wife standing in line at the grocery store where you've got, let's just say all things considered, you've got four equal like amount numbers of people at at, at, at these four uh, different cashiers, right? right? Yep. I can pick the one, <laughs> the I, like it's my one, superhuman ability <laughs> to pick the one to be all the other 
uh, registers will get their people through. And trust me, I'm like, I'm looking at people's carts. I'm trying to figure out what's in there. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the, at the, at the people that are ro- working the cashier. Are they old as shit? And they're, they're going to just be <laughs> super slow. Is it a 12 year old who, who, who this is their second day and will take, like I, I scope out all of the possible Does the customer look like I it's pay. somebody that's going to write a check? Yeah. You don't want to be yeah, in that line. <laughs> exactly. Karen. And I promise you, I can find the register that will take the longest in all other three registers where I would have been, I would have been through before I even get up to the, to the chickie at the register or the the, the old person at the register. So sorry, again, not trying to be a contrarian, but uh, I, I would rather never have to wait in line again. All right. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Oh, talk to animals. (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, just hold on. <laughs> Tony gets to go first this time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you, Karen. Talking to animals, I would love to... to. Well, we already think they have an inner monologue that we sort of make up as we go along. Right. It would be, <laughs> it would be amazing to actually know what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I want to know, you know, for the longest time, when, like when, when my Cooper was, you know, in his last six months of his life or, or, or nine months of his life where we were literally carrying, you know, picking him up, putting him on the bed, picking him up, taking him off the bed, picking him up, taking him down the stairs so he could go outside and, and use the bathroom. Like, like, was he happy? Was, was like, no, if wait, what's the alternative? No, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm okay with it. Right. Or, or just when I, or, you know, when you're walking down the, um, I, oh, the thing that just kills me the most is when we're in, you know, usually uh, for a 360 Vegas um, vacation and, and you see the dog next to the homeless person. Yeah. You know, and it's it's 110 degrees outside because it's either Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend. Like, is is he well cared for? Is he hungry? I just, I, I yeah, I would, I'd much, much rather be. Able Although to that would be animals. that would be dangerous because if you found out he was hungry and he wasn't well cared for, you'd want to go rescue him, and that would just oh, not I'd, be. Good I'd do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I could the- never ever go to a. Uh, I mean, I don't now because I just can't see the sweet faces of the of the animals in the shelters. Yeah. But God, could you imagine if you could talk to you're you're at the you know you're like oh adopt me adopt me please adopt me I would be so much fun right like forty of them asking you yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and the flip side of that is. I definitely do not want to know the history of every single object I touch because I don't want to know where it's been. I don't want to know who touched it and when they touched it and what they did with it. I am I am perfectly happy and content not yeah. knowing that. I, especially case in point, just being in a Vegas hotel room. Yes. All right. Yes. Oh, you know, God, my wife is amazing for many, many, many reasons. But one of the things that she said, I had made the comment to her about us, you know, me wondering if maybe I should talk to you guys or maybe talk to Vital Vegas or just see if if, if somebody, if somebody I know uh, knows somebody at Circa that could go ahead and like have me pre-checked in or have my keys ready so that I could just dump my luggage and then hit the casino floor just as fast as humanly possible to start gambling at Circa. And my wife said, what the hell are you talking about? This is the first night they're ever going to be open. They won't need housekeeping services. Yeah. Literally every room it's should already be ready. be ready to go with people. And I'm like mind blown moment. Right <laughs> now. But I that's said, true. I mean, that's oh, such a unique um, check-in opportunity. Who There's not many people that can say they were the first person yeah. to stay Same in a in Vegas a, hotel Vegas room. room. Right. That's Which rolled, of course, into uh, how we went, my wife and I went downhill very quickly with inappropriate conversation of saying, <laughs> we don't need to worry about bringing in the black light to see what's there. We're going to contribute. <laughs> and we expect it of you. We would be disappointed if you did. It's a brand new room. Right. You've got to christen it. Right. It's a brand new room. <laughs> oh, so, yes. Uh, uh, so what about you, Karen? Any 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 thoughts on, on why you'd want to be able to talk to dogs or animals in general? Well, no. I mean, I think I was sort of interjecting as we were going along. Yeah, I think okay. we, we agree to it. But no, just, you know, animals are there's so many times that I just sit there, whether it's the dog or the cats and go, what is going on in that head mm-hmm. of yours? Plus, mm-hmm. I think that it would be helpful in certain situations 
you know, like you mentioned, you know, with, with Cooper that you recently lost, but to be able to talk to them and help, uh, help them understand what you're doing and why. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta, you're assuming people are going to believe you just because you can talk to, a, oh, no, to I animals. Don't, so no, I'm thinking about, so like when, when we had to have Asgard's hip replaced yeah. and he had to be locked in a kennel for eight weeks. He was not a happy camper. Right. And you can't you can't explain it. I mean, our solution was to keep him drugged up for eight weeks so he didn't go crazy, which the vet said was fine. And we don't think there's any lasting effects of, you know, him being heavily sedated for eight weeks. But, you know, sometimes you just wish you could have explained to him, buddy, you can't I can't let you out. You're you know, you're still healing. You have to stay calm. You ha- and you can't I don't care if anybody else can hear me. I want them to be able to hear me. Yeah. Preach it. Reach it, Karen. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be reincarnated as a fly or just cease to exist after you die? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn to go first. Now Karen. it's my turn to go first. <laughs> oh, da- I not a fly. I can't. I can't yeah. be a fly. I, it did yeah. the, the number one bugs in general. I hate. And number two, they've got like the gazillion eyes that show all over, the, and they're just gross. I mean, they hang out on shit and on rotten things, and right. yeah, no, I'd rather just not exist. <laughs> that, that's not that's not a life that I would want to be a fly. I, I'm I, I'm Team Karen on this one as well. I <laughs> thought to myself, the fly that gets caught in a spider's web Ooh. and then gets eaten alive by the spider. Yeah, no, no thanks. No, I, I I'm good with I'm good with one go around. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. what, a, what a horrible, horrible existence. I didn't even think of the uh, the spider web getting eaten alive thing. Jesus. Or bigger bugs. I mean, there's other bugs yeah. that will go after them. I, no. Yeah. yeah, but the but the problem though, Karen, with the spider web thing is, is you're stuck, right? Yeah, you're no, right really. there, and here comes that spider you're absolutely and right it's covering you up and i have an issue with spiders to begin with so when you think about they're the primary predator of flight yeah, yeah no that, that wouldn't horrific that would wow. not no. <laughs> okay thanks for the visual tony now i right. can't Sorry, guys i know it's, I would you rather be plugged into the matrix or live in the real world Tony, have you ever seen The Matrix? I just realized I'm that. Not, I could, oh no. my God! How have you I not could lose seen The him Matrix? On this. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll I'll give mine. I would rather live in the real world. Really? Yeah, because looking at what um, what The Matrix was like didn't look like it was all that perfect. Because most of ninety nine percent of the people were plugged into these boring, mundane, day to day shit. I would much rather be in the real world with an opportunity to do something different. Yeah, no, I'd rather be plugged into the Matrix. I, <laughs> I, I didn't think that uh, that existence looked that bad to me. I think you saw the uh, you saw it from one guy's perspective who was bored with what he was doing and looking for a greater purpose. But I think there were people around him who were who were very happy with their their day to day lives. Uh, I would have been happy to to deal with that as opposed to to being cold. I don't want to be cold. <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, the real world looks really cold. <laughs> All right, so this last one uh, it doesn't require you to have uh, well versed in pop culture. Um, would which you we rather? Know, which we know Tony's pop culture stopped in the eighties. Right. So. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Would you rather be famous when you're alive and forgotten when you die, or unknown when you're alive but famous when you die? Ooh. Well, this one's got to be Tony's because he he couldn't even answer the last one. Without a doubt, I would much, much rather be famous while I'm alive and forgotten about when I'm dead. Really? Much rather. Yeah, absolutely. Again, this goes back, though, to my personality style. And let's be very honest, my ego. I would much (laughs) rather be well known. Now, once I'm dead, I don't give a fuck. Right? What if I, 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 I got bigger fish to fry once I'm dead. Yeah. Now. Maybe if I had kids or a family or something that I where I would want to have a legacy for my my kids to be like, yeah, that was my dad, that was my grandfather. Maybe, but I, I you will, don't have we kids, don't have kids, so it doesn't whatever. matter. So that's not no no. I would I would much 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 rather be dead uh, uh, famous when I'm alive and, and then forgotten about once I'm dead. I'm good with that. Karen and I think I have to agree because yeah. I mean you and I have, have talked about this like even when we've talked about discussing what happens or, or funerals and all that. Right. I don't give a shit. I'm dead. It doesn't matter. Whether whether I'm blinked out of existence or I do go to some kind of an afterlife, whatever's happening here isn't going to matter to me anymore. Right. So, you know, I get that there's challenges with being famous, 
you know, sometimes you've got people that are too nosy and, and, you know, invade your privacy and all that kind of stuff. But I still would, I think I would still rather be famous when I'm here than famous after I'm dead. Because I don't care. Here's where I get to now be different because I would be the opposite. I'd, I'd rather be unknown while I'm alive and then famous after I'm dead because... I, I don't I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> Just <laughs> leave me alone. I, I don't I, I really like if, if you want to celebrate me after the fact, that's fine. For the same reason. I'm dead. I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't bug me when I'm but alive. Just don't bother me while I'm alive. <laughs> but but you can make the argument if you're famous when you're alive, then you could afford to like lock yourself up in a tower like Howard Hughes did and nobody can bother him. And and then, you know, it won't really matter because maybe your fame will afford you that life of privacy that you want. Well, maybe. I, I don't think so though. <laughs> uh, let me let me take one more stab, Mark, at helping you see why you're wrong. <laughs> In a very real sense, the things we do, I mean, you, obviously, you and I, we, we do things for 360 Vegas from different perspectives, different, different goals. You do it because you're just so interested in, you're like, well, shit, I'm going to learn about this. And if I write it down and record it, I can share it with other people for them to get to know. Right. Right. But you do it from a purely self-interest of what, of wanting to learn about it. And 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 the and we're all lucky as an as a byproduct of your curiosity, you putting it on in in audio and and, and putting it out there for for listeners. I'm just the opposite. I shouldn't say I'm just the opposite. I come at it from a different angle. Doing, for example, the 360 legal lounge aspects uh, as just an example. Um, I want the people to to know what I'm doing or, or to know about it. You know, I I could have just read. Um, the you know the the uh, the documentation that 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 Scott's attorney drafted and submitted to the court and been like oh that is really fascinating and just have learned about it but I thought no 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 I'm doing it for the listener right like I want I want to hear from the listener and have them say that was really good I have a follow up question or that was really interesting but you weren't quite clear about you know whatever the case might be D- does that make sense kind of where I'm where, on like where my angle is on, on doing the something? Sure. But for the record, Tony, why? there is no wrong answer. And would you rather? So stop no, trying no, to. No, <laughs> no. Well, apparently if two of us agree, then that means you're wrong. No, that's not how the game works <laughs> at all. That's what's great about would you rather is there is no wrong answer. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I want, I want to know that what I'm creating for somebody resonates with them and and when you're dead you never know that it resonates oh, with I somebody see, i see i mean i see what you're saying i definitely respect your point of view your your uh your skew so. on on, <laughs> your on on my opinion <laughs> like it's just got to be so hard i i feel bad for people like i don't know if it was van gogh yeah it was van gogh right because he cut off his ear nobody gave a shit about his his painting and then after he's dead, everybody loves Van Gogh work, right? Right. Well, in the meantime, while he was actually painting it, he was poor as shit. And miserable, and obviously so yep. depressed he cut off his ear. Yep. You know, and that's just, that's... Well, that was and then to girl, wind up being famous, like as famous as he is now, and have his, having his artwork go for millions of dollars, and he was never alive to get to see people appreciate it. Oh, that's got to be just the, the fucking worst. Yeah. So... So what do you think about this, Tony? Oh, I love these would you rathers. And and quite frankly, what I love most about the ones that you pick, uh, Mark, is you didn't pick like the super gross ones. Like um, <laughs> I, I've seen a, a couple of would you rathers where it was, um, would you rather have the palm of your hand be where your taste buds are or, mm. you know, be able to smell somebody's insides. I mean, I don't remember exactly what Ew, it was, but it was yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. like we're neither of them. No, I made a, yeah. I made a point to go through all of them. And if I could, if I could easily answer them, like it wasn't, it wasn't interesting to me. Like it had to be one. Well, that, I'm sorry. That whole talking to animals thing was so easy to answer. It wasn't <laughs> it, even fun. It, it had to be one. It had yeah, to be that was one. the one obvious one for me in, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of them, I could see where Karen was coming from. Green lights. Man, I'll tell you what. One last story, kids. And then grandpa's got to go. There, uh, so I grew up in a very small town. Not a very small town, but I grew up in a relatively small town 
in southwest Michigan. It's called Niles, the city of four flags. Um, and uh, that's because at one point in time, uh, the city of Niles was under four different countries' um, um, jurisdiction. But again, neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> so there was this one major strip through town that had stoplights at literally every block and, and it was in and, and it was main street and main street crossed first street second street third street fourth right. street so on and so forth right there were and it was it was like one or two times in the entire day did they ever truly sync up but you could get from one end of main street to the other end of main street when i'm when you're heading off to high to the high school and it was perfect, like it was just the most glorious thing, <laughs> where as I'm approaching the next stoplight, it's turning green. And it's almost like I had one of those, um, like what, uh, ambulance and police cars have, where they right. have the ability to signal the, <laughs> yeah, to, the lights. Yeah, to switch the lights, yeah. It was just the coolest thing ever. So, Karen, I definitely see why you would pick. Uh, all your lights forever being green, but because of my superhuman ability to pick the slowest damned register clerk, I had to go with that one. <laughs> I understand completely. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, you know what would be interesting, just kind of as that? a follow-up, would be yeah. if some of the listeners sent us some would-you-rathers. I mean, yeah. obviously, we've, we reserve the right to filter them and, and decide, like you were saying, that, you know, this is too gross or not, whatever. But it would be really interesting to see, you know, what some of them would ask us to to weigh in on. So, yeah, I'll just throw that out there. If anybody's, you know, bored or looking for something to do or even if it's I could see it being like a Vegas opinion. So something about Vegas, would you rather you know, one way or the other, I think would be an interesting way to See, do but it then Once they start getting like a bit too real, then, then it takes all the fun out of it. It's got to be almost superhuman abilities. Okay. I'm just saying I would, I'd be interested to see what, they, what like, they asked us. If you had one pizza place to go to, would, oh, would you rather go to not gonna be your personal Yelp? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, listen, I think that should probably do it for episode 350. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of today's stories, uh, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. <laughs> Again, that's what happens when I go out of order. Tony, just read the words in the sentence. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 